0: Ahop TV empowers believers with spirit-inspired messages and strategic equipping that accelerates your spiritual growth. You can subscribe to stream weekly content from Awakening House of Prayer, conferences, and other exclusive content to stir your hunger and encourage your heart. Visit us online at ahop.tv. Hey, God bless. The Lord's favor, grace, blessing be upon all of you in Jesus' name. Amen. I want to take this next few moments to talk to you about when nothing happens when you attend mass deliverance events, specifically, even many of my. Mass deliverance events when I'm traveling the country, listen, I want to talk to you today about what's been on my heart for the last uh, couple of events the last six or seven months as I'm traveling the country, conducting mass deliverance, and there are scores of you, large, large percentage of folks uh, leaving the way that they walked in you, you know, and um, I want to be able to uh, at least help you. Um, troubleshoot what could be potentially the reason why you're not getting breakthroughs. For the last, uh, this year, I decided to specifically focus on only deliverance. Um, deliverance is not the end-all be-all of what we teach in this ministry, but I made the choice to specific specifically allow that 2018 be just invitations for deliverance. All right and um, obviously in my house in our house uh after we conduct deliverances uh without a shadow of a doubt uh one of the main rules that we have after conducting deliverance is we sit down and we discuss the deliverance sessions why um cuz we're looking to upgrade, we're looking to sharpen ourselves, we're looking to see uh where we made some mistakes. We're also looking to see where others have made mistakes. We were doing everything right, but they were doing everything wrong. Um so um if you're going to be in the deliverance ministry, there's not one cookie cutter formula uh for you cuz everybody is everybody is different. Everybody's different, now the fundamental methods remain the same. Here here is rule number 1 of why folks don't get delivered at a mass uh, deliverance breakthrough um, when I'm teaching and preaching. All right, now, he, now here's what you need to know, is if you're gonna attend an event where I'm sharing the word of the Lord, then you have to tap into my grace and my mantle. All right now I know that sounds heavy and and deep and, and apostolic and prophetic context and language, but the truth of the matter is this. the truth of the matter is this: to be able to tap into the anointing uh, or the uh, the breakthrough that I am carrying, you have to follow the protocols that are assigned to my mantle to be able to break through. What do I mean by that? It means this, and this is gonna, here is, oh man, I'm trying to find a way to say this, but if you're gonna come to a mass deliverance service where I'm teaching deliverance and you're looking for a breakthrough and you're looking for a breakthrough and you don't wanna give up secular music, by default, it won't activate. I'm sorry, y'all. There are other deliverance ministers that have a grace level that you could kind of tap into that because those are the topics they absolutely don't care about. But you know, on, you know, on my end, on my end, the truth of the matter is this. If you come in front of me, and I start talking about you got to give up this, you got you holiness and do all of this stuff. And you mentally check out, say, ah, that's his view. I just want the deliverance. I'm telling you, you wasted your time. My anointing is not going to activate. It's not going to activate for deliverance. I'm just telling you why. Because the anointing uh, or the prerequisites of how I live my life as a Christian deliverance minister um, can only be activated with those willing to pay the same price that I'm willing to pay, that I paid for to get my anointing. And I have found that there are a lot of people that stand in front of me, want the deliverance, but they don't want the holiness attached to it. They don't want anything else attached to it. And I have found that 99% of the Christians that come to many of my meetings fail. In that area, they walk in and Secular music is not even in their mind And boom, I'm the only one talking about it Saying, hey, you can't be listening to this Worldly music uh, the, the Hours of worldly music in your ears or Watching hours and hours of television Zero prayer life And you want to get a breakthrough? Amen You're going to get a breakthrough, but it's going to require you To give those things up, to be able to tap into Pagani's version of Deliverance that you see in the videos And I have found That I can see And feel the anointing When when they stopped pulling, as soon as I mentioned that, I could tell, I go, whoa, why? Because the anointing that I had came right back to me. The anointing that I had came right back. And there's no way around that. There's many of you that are listening to me right now. You have attended my mass deliverance events and you didn't get a breakthrough. I guarantee you one of the main reasons was you did not repent from the things that I told you you need to get rid of. You just sat there and says, yes, Lord, yes, Lord, I'm surrendering to the man of God. You know, you did that. You did that, you know, that churchy stuff. And then you sat there and you were like, OK, God, bring it on me. And I'm telling you, repent of this, fix that, get rid of that, renounce this uh, disappointment. You want to know why you were disappointed? Because you did not follow. Uh, you did not follow uh, the uh, the prerequisite of what was needed you know am saying of what was needed uh, to be able to tap into the anointing that the man of God, that the man of God is carrying. And I, I, you know, it's been so crazy the last this year. I've seen scores of people. It's funny because when you come to my house, you get delivered because you're surrounded by a whole house that's into holiness. And then you see the videos All of those videos are one-on-one sessions with people who have decided to absolutely repent of anything that is not pleasing to God, even give up things that's okay to do, but God don't want them doing it. Did you catch what I just said? All right. The second thing, the second reason that I have seen of why people don't get delivered at mass deliverance events is they don't know how to tap in or rather they've never been trained to tap in to an aggressive deliverance anointing. Let me share a secret with you. A deliverance mass deliverance altar call is not a healing salvation altar call where you just kind of receive. No, when you are coming up for mass deliverance this requires you to be proactive, which means you gotta, you gotta do the breathing. You gotta push the demon out. You gotta get your, get to a place of, I don't care who's looking at me. Get to a place of mentally using biblical visualization where you see the demon leaving out of your mind. You start, you vomit that thing out. You push it out. You, you snot it out. You mucus it out. You, whatever, man, whatever. But what happens is, uh, people come up to the front and I see it. You know how I know I see it? Because I got you on video. I record all of my altar calls when I do deliverance. I look at the videos and I can tell this person is just standing there waiting for something to overcome them so that way they can get to a place of this is not possession, y'all. This is deliverance. We are helping you clean your own house. And what I have found is that people don't know how to tap into the deliverance anointing. The deliverance anointing, it's an aggressive like the altar call is a fight club. There's no way around it. When you come up front to get delivered, it's a fight club. Which means you come up there to be like, "Yo, I'm not even playing. Uh, I'm gonna push this. Well, I don't know what's in me, but I'm gonna push something out of here." If you go up there with the Holy Ghost, I'm ready. You know, I see it all the time. They just sit there and it's like, "I'm surrendering to the man of God. I'm surrendering to the Holy Spirit." Come on, Holy Spirit. And I'm going to be honest with you, where I'm going to blame this stuff on. I blame this modern evangelical, you know, this, you're free in Jesus. That version of impartation of, you're free, you're free. Come on, say it, I'm free. Everybody is free. That ain't real deliverance, y'all. That's not real deliverance. That is, that is, A modern evangelical optimism Which means they're being optimistic as We're free because of the cross That ain't deliverance, y'all That's not deliverance That's that seeker-sensitive type of churches That, you know, you go up front And then they say things Foolish things like You know, at the cross, it was done All of you are free The devil is not bothering you You're free That is not real. And that is not Bible. That is not Bible. That is not Bible. That is evangelical escapism because the church don't want to deal with your demons. They want you to go home. They want you to go home in the under their 20 minute message. That is not real. That is not real evangelical deliverance. That is secret sensitive wanting you to go home because the pastor wants to go home and watch the football game or the basketball game. Did you catch what I just said? And so we don't know any better. We come up front and we got this Bethel Sozo. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that model. Secret sensitive Joel Osteen. Nothing wrong with Joel Osteen. Uh, you know that, you know that cool. Hippie type of, you know, skinny jean type of tattoo thingy, you know, and we go up there and we're like, we're free and let's ravish in the love of God. And you are doing all of that and you walk out just as bound as you walked in, but you feel good about your demons. That's not real deliverance. That is some preacher trying to send you home so he could get his honorarium and go home because he's just as carnal as the people coming up to that altar. That is not real deliverance. When you come in to get deliverance, you go up to that altar, you roll your sleeves up, you get your, you take your shoes off, and you be like, "Man, I, listen, I, I, I'm nasty, I'm dirty, I'm filthy, I'm shaped in iniquity. I'm not leaving this altar until something happened. As a matter of fact, I'm gonna initiate the process. Jesus, I'm ready to manifest, make it manifest. As a matter of fact, devil, whatever's inside of me, you come out, you manifest now in Jesus' name, and you do all of that stuff, you know. And next thing you know. Breakthroughs start happening Next thing you know Generational curses start suffering The next thing you know uh, The Holy Spirit starts moving And the angels start working And an hour later You get up And you are absolutely delivered Of your bondage Your pornography Your masturbation Your homosexuality The demons of lust and perversion And your face And your cheekbones Get, get cast out Your body uh, regulates Reconfigures And you go back home A brand new person And that's what happens When real deliverance hits the place, when you go to that altar, you don't stay there and be like, I'm free, Jesus. I'm ready, Jesus. You do what you want, Jesus. Come on, Lord, I'm here. And let me tell you what happens. Let me tell you what happens when you do that, when you do that evangelical 2008 foolishness type of deliverance. Halfway through that, I see it all the time. Frustration. Kicks in and already you're thinking, well, God, you don't, do you love me? Because I've been here for 20 minutes and nothing has happened. Maybe it's not my day. Or maybe I gotta declare that I'm free. And then you go through all of these motions, trying different methods to make it happen. And the truth of the matter is, it didn't happen because you didn't put your heels in the ground and get in the root and press in mentally, visually, emotionally. To push that thing out, to push the thing out, and the preacher's there. And what's crazy is a Pagani can be in front of you, and you're even more sad because you're saying, "I've seen the man's videos. What's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? Maybe he's not thinking about me. Maybe it's in. Maybe he's not a man of God. Maybe it's a video. Maybe that's Facebook. Facebook editing. Maybe it's not real. You know, you start going through all of this stuff, and really is that you've never. Been trained how to receive. Listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. Li- li- listen, listen to me. Listen to what I'm saying. So lately I've been thinking about that when I'm going to do mass deliverance, I think I'm just going to go right into teaching people how to receive, then get into my message because this thing is getting frustrating and I'm seeing people drive. I've had people drive more than five hours to come see me and leave just as bound and discouraged as they walked in, they sowed seed, they danced the hardest, they did, they turned around, touched their neighbor, they drove, they put, they took friends and they took their friends to come see me, you know, and they still didn't get delivered. Why? Because they went to that altar call and blanked out that, and blanked out their mind and just sat there and was like, just doing whatever I told them to do. Lift your hands. Okay. Turn aside. All right. Get the plastic bag. Breathe. And really you haven't mentally digested how to do this. So that way you can get to that place of uh, visually seeing them, the demons leave your body. Let me tell you something. You. Let me tell you something. This ain't possession. This ain't Catholic church. I'm not doing exorcism. Deliverance requires you to mentally, visually use your imagination, your thoughts and see the devil leaving. See the devil leaving in your brain, walking the thing right to the door in your mind, seeing the door open, you opening the door and kicking the devil right out. Listen, it works. I'm, I'm telling you, deliverance is not blank out your mind and see what the Holy Ghost want. That's not how it works. That's not how deliverance works. As a matter of fact, you know how I know that's not how deliverance works? Because nobody actually told you how it works. How do you know that that's how it works? You don't know. You don't know if that's the way. You're just doing what you think it is because you read some book or you're just doing the whole, I'm just going to do whatever and God got to meet me halfway. I've seen people do that and my mass deliverance sessions and nothing happened. I've seen them walk away with the most saddest face and I go, I don't know what to tell you. Like, I'm not the deliverer here. You know, I can't answer why nothing happened. You know, like, uh, but what I what, what I realized that when I go back to the video and I'm watching the video in and I'm watching the person in the crowd, I could tell that they're already in the front with a passive faith, inactive, in a place of surrendered faith instead of active faith they're they're just surrendering to the man of God that's not how it works all right next point is this listen to me am I talking good and then I'm out of your way because I gotta jump back into prayer and finish writing my book The Secrets to Generational Curses all right look at this the next one is this listen to me listen to me well actually there's a lot there's a bunch of stuff but I'll give you one more if you come to the altar if you come to the altar and and still have a fear of man, if you're still fearful of people watching you and you want to get your silent deliverance, you know, like I just want to get my little thing, and I don't want to vomit. I don't want to do that stuff. I don't want nobody to see me. I just want to get my thing and just kind of slip on out the door and walk in my freedom. That's not how it works. That's not how it works. I'm telling you, that's not how it works. I'm sorry, y'all. You are already bound. Listen, you're already manifesting pride. This is not how this works, y'all. When you come up to the altar, you leave yourself open to the Holy Spirit to do whatever He needs to do to get you free, to get you free. And you know why? you know, sometimes, Sometimes it's my fault. And I'm going to tell you why sometimes it's my fault. I'm, I'm going to throw myself in this because it's not always people. Sometimes it's my fault. You want to know why? Because sometimes when I go to some of these churches, I don't know how to turn off my pastor button. And get into apostle, but, uh, rather, and turn on my apostle button. So sometimes I go to these churches and I'm still in pastor mode. And when I'm in pastor mode, I can't break you through Because I'm worrying about protecting your integrity I'm worrying about what people are thinking about you I'm worrying about that you understand I'm worrying about to make sure that you uh, see things doctrinally You know, and sometimes I I do a lot more covering you Nourishing you, uh, caring for you As opposed to pushing you As opposed to pushing you So that's where I'm going to at least admit, you know Uh... You know, uh, you know uh, where where I you know where I mess up sometimes because I'm on some, you know, oh, I'm here. I don't want them to feel embarrassed. I don't want to embarrass them in front of people, you know, and things like that. I'm gonna be honest with you. Sometimes, some, I, I, I'll be honest with you. Sometimes the Holy Spirit. I, I've done it, and you know, I, I've, I've disobeyed the Holy Spirit. Not a lot of times, but there's been a, you know a couple times where the Holy Spirit at an event will single somebody out and say this person is called to deliverance. Anoint them, you know, or rather single them out, prophesy to them. Well, when, I, well, not in prophecy because I'll prophesy to them, but the Holy Spirit will want me, uh, to publicly acknowledge them. And I get so worried about that they might be the object of jealousy in their church or the fact that I don't know where they stand with their pastor or, or whatever that I don't do it. I, I still prophesy to them. I tell them in the ear. Listen, the Lord is telling me X Y and Z X Y Z Ikorobo boo I do all of that stuff, you know. But the Holy Spirit is saying, okay, you did it halfway. You know, what I'm saying you did it halfway. But with this person, I want you to acknowledge them. I want you to acknowledge them publicly, so that way the church can recognize this person has the same mantle you carry. Now, when I have my pastor hat on, I'm thinking about all these rules. Well, I don't know, I don't want, you know, I don't want to break protocol. Uh, I don't want, I don't want, I don't want to, I don't know where they stand if they've been honoring their pastor. I don't even know if their pastor even wants them, is even ready to handle their, their calling in the area of deliverance. And then th- they're going to begin to have issues with their pastor. Um, I don't want, uh, the other brothers in the church or the sisters in the church to make them an object of envy, you know, especially if they know them and, and they familiar with them. And number, why did he pick this person? This person is, doesn't even pray a lot. But they have the office. Do you see what I'm saying? So sometimes when I'm in, that's where I mess up. When I'm in pastor mode, I, I start doing things like that. When I'm in apostle mode, I absolutely don't care. I 100% don't care if they were cool with the pastor and protocols. I don't care. You don't have to invite me back. Give me my honorarium. I'm good. Just make sure I get paid. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna. I go to the person. I say, "Stand to your feet." The spirit of God is saying X, Y, Z. Spirit of God is also saying A, B, C. I go there and give him my honorarium, and I go home. Take it from there. I don't care. But that's where you know what I'm saying. Uh, where I be messing up at of why sometimes people uh, don't get delivered. Oh, the spirit of God doesn't come in absolute fullness is the, the, the man of God is still, if they are a pastor, they're operating in the, in the office of their, of their pastoral call, as opposed to their apostolic function. Did you catch what I just said? Amen. All right. So pastor, when you're invited as a guest speaker and you have an apostolic mantle, you're an apostle as well. Listen, as much as this Listen Function, in. they're not inviting a pastor You want to know why? Because they already have a pastor They want you to function apostolically Let me give you one more, I'll be honest with you I'll tell you one event that just happened to me about three years ago It doesn't happen to me frequently Because most of the time, 95% of the time, I obey This one time I was invited to this church I'll end with this I was invited to this church You know uh, for a, uh, for a conference, you know, and, um, come to find out that when I got in there, something was off. I already knew something was off. I was like, ah, oh, something is off here. You know, long story short, you know, the pastors were avoiding me. I'm in the green room, had like two minutes to talk to them and they just disappeared. It was, oh my God, it was some stuff. So while I'm sitting there, true story, uh, you know, um, one of the, uh, uh, one of the, uh, one of the, uh, pastors, uh, was in, uh, was in charge of the media. And the Holy Spirit told me that he lustfully looks, this person lustfully looks at the women of the church, uh, through the camera and is getting away with lusting after them through the camera without getting caught because everyone thinks he's, just broadcasting the services, which the person is, but they were lust, they're lusting through the, through the camera to be able to uh, look at them. And immediately I just, I was just sitting there and the Holy Spirit said bang, 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 bang. And I'm like, whoa. I'm like, Lord Jesus. So I go up front. I do my normal deliverance message. I think I started talking about the, the demons, uh, in the 90 rooms or something like that. I was just beginning that revelation. So this was a long time ago, you know, and, uh, I'm sitting there and uh, Holy Spirit is telling me a bunch of stuff Like bang, 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 bang And I'm in the pulpit And I'm saying to myself like uh, But I'm the I'm the invited speaker here Like what, what the, whoa You know, okay now watch this um, I go in, I say something You know, I, I'm normally raw And you know, I, I'm usually the same Like my videos, I go in and I, I'm, I'm raw You know, um, long story short Great, great service You know what I'm saying I go home and I told my wife, I said, man, I feel like I missed it. Something is telling me that I didn't do the assignment that I was supposed to, the reason why I was there. And my wife was like, well, what is it? That, what is it that was there? And I told her, I said, the spirit of God wanted me to rebuke and correct publicly. And I was like, and I got caught up with an invited speaker. Don't do that when you invited because that's the proper protocol. You don't, you don't go at a house when they invite you, you know. And my wife was like, "Wow, well, you know, I get what you're saying, you know, like she she was like, next time I'll obey the Lord, you know, about listen, about two weeks later, the elders of the church called me a bunch of the elders. They called me on conference call and I was like, hey, and I was like, yeah, man, I've been really thinking about it. I was like, man, I got we calling, uh, you know, they calling me, Uh, they, we calling you because we got to talk to you. I said, all right, talk to me. So I'm in a conference call with the the elders of that church and they flat out said, Pagani, what happened to you that day? And I was like, what you talking about? There was like, this is what they told me. Watch this. We invited you so that you could bring correction to this house because we know our pastors are in sin. We know it. And we were looking for someone who has the love of God, but who's bold enough to bring change so that way it doesn't have to go to a public scandal. why did you just do normal stuff and didn't do we brought you for that? And I I repented. You know what I'm saying? I repented. I literally repented before them. And I told them, I said, listen, man, I've been telling my wife that I've been feeling like I've missed the assignment in this. You know what I'm saying? And and then I told them, listen, I told them what I told you. I said, uh, the pastor is lusting with women through the camera, and they said. We've recorded the pastor doing this. So what you're saying is the Holy Spirit because we recorded them doing, uh, recorded this person doing it. And we were looking for you to bring, man, I feel the Holy Ghost. I feel the Holy Ghost, y'all. Listen, and I'm like, oh, wow. So I repented. And I told him, man, I'm so sorry. Needless to say, the church closed down. Uh, I don't know, maybe about a, a year later, the church closed down. All right. Now, what does this got to do with anything? Because you probably thought I forgot what we're talking about. No. Pastor, when they invite you to be a guest speaker and you have an apostolic mantle on your life, be apostolic. People's deliverances are at the stake of you functioning in the office God gave you. In the office God gave you You don't go to someone's house And then you remain pastoral Because for that They got their own pastor When they invite you It's because They want you to be apostolic If you ha- If you're a- This is only for those Who are apostolic uh, Leaders And also pastoring churches But you are an apostle But you're pastoring Alright This ain't for everybody Alright But when they invite you They want you to be apostle They don't want you to be pastor Alright People's breakthrough Uh is, at the, is on the line for you to understand that Alright, I'm going to leave it here guys I hope this was a blessing to you The Lord's favor, grace be upon all of you In Jesus name I really sincerely hope that my Periscope transparencies Is really helping somebody Because I don't know anybody that's this transparent About their own flaws and mistakes I hope I'm helping somebody I hope uh, I'm helping somebody With at least me being honest all right, I love you. Uh, God's blessing be upon all of you. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer Leclerc is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.